This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Welcome to the Tilt and Talk Show. It is Monday, 7.30. Here we are right through till 9 o'clock tonight. That's a full 90 minutes of the Tilt and Talk Show. And it is so, so good to be back in the studio. And it is so good to have three quarters of a voice. Three quarters. I only had a half last week, but now we've got three quarters. We start the show with uh, a little bit of sadness tonight, ladies and gents. Obviously, I'm sure you've all heard in and around the news feeds today that uh, Birmingham City Football Club, and this has been written by BCFC.com, so I credit them, not me, uh, Birmingham City Football Club is deeply saddened at the passing of Bertie Old, a legend of British football, with success both in England and north of the border. Old played a role in one of the football club's most glorious eras. Glasgow born, he would represent Celtic in two spells, either side of more than 100 appearances for Blues. Joining from the Parkhead Club in 1961 for the sum of £15,000. The midfielder featured in that year's Intercity Fairs Cup final against Italian giants Roma. He was subsequently part of the Blues squad that beat Aston Villa over two legs in the 1963 League Cup final. Back in his homeland, he helped Celtic win the 1967 European Cup, adding into his career the record that includes three international caps, five league titles in Scotland. Following a distinguished playing career, Old led both Partick Thistle and Hibernian to the Scottish First Division title and in 2009 was inducted into the Scottish Football Hall of Fame. The thoughts with everybody at Birmingham City are with Bertie's family and friends. Rest in peace. Credit BCFC. Com. And from everybody here at the Tilton Talk Show and everybody connected with Birmingham City, I'm sure we sent him out those words. And a very sad day. And that great big grin will be sadly missed. Rest in peace, Bertie Old. Never nice to do those things, but we do them at the, at the beginning of the show because that shows uh, our level of respect that we've got for, you know, players, fans, 
anybody connected to our football club who, who, who sadly passes away. Okay, Remembrance Weekend has been and um, uh, a difficult one, as you all know, in our house. It went, uh, everything went off well, yeah, kind of. Um, and something like that is run by, you know, ex-military and, and, the, and the British Legion. Get the times right, guys. Get the times right. Don't do everything two minutes early, please. <sighs> Rest my case. We have a legend with us here tonight, ladies and gents, in the Tilt and Talk show. And it's uh, so, so refreshing to be back in the studio with microphones and, and, and not have to Zoom and one thing or another. And, you know, interaction with human beings. And Mark, you've, you've got that many wrinkles, mate, since I last saw you. And your hair's gone grey and your eyebrows have fell out and all sorts, mate. What? I don't wear my dressing gown. This but the legends that we have in the uh, in the studio tonight is the one and only Mr. Mark Andrew Adams. Thank you ever so oh. much for coming tonight, mate. <laughs> Thank you. And of course, the one and only Mrs. Brown. Good evening. <laughs> but the real legend I'm talking about, ladies and gents, girls and boys, um, I remember him from my Birmingham City career as a fan from my childhood. It is the one and only Gary Pendry. Welcome to the show, Gary. Uh, good evening. Thank you very much for your lovely Absolute welcome. Absolute pleasure. Um, wow, that you did a lot of appearances for the Blues. It's over three hundred, wasn't it? Three hundred and twelve. Uh, I think I've got a, a plaque that says I made three hundred and sixty appearances in all in all competitions. In all competitions, yeah, yeah. I think and it was three twelve for the league. Yeah. Um, that in today's standards is incredible. It is incredible for uh, one to one football club. Well, wow. now, do you remember a gentleman called Tony Want? I do remember Tony very well. Yeah. Tony Want had his leg broken at Newcastle. That's right. Somebody called, was it Smith? I think so, yeah. yeah. And then we played Newcastle the following week at St Andrews. Did you play in that game? I think I did, yeah. That was my very first game ever. Was it? Wow. <laughs> and I've met you now, and I've also met Joe Gallagher, who also played in that game. Yeah. And uh, that's why I really wanted to come over tonight. Because that day that my daddy held my hand and took me up the Coventry Road, bless him, rest in peace, Father, and uh, and took me to my very first Birmingham City game. That, you so were on the field. That Tough does play. make me feel very old. <laughs> <laughs> You're <not> very old. <laughs> no doubt about it. I mean, I was expecting the black moustache and the wig and everything. To be <laughs> but no, to, to you know, to me, to me, players of that era, for me, because like my two paper rounds that I did to get my ticket to go to the Blues and that's the only only method that I got to go you know paying for myself mm. um, uh, not not so much when I was like 13 when that that game first happened but like as soon as I got to, to 15 it was only you could buy your own tickets right mm. and uh, I remember my dad going mental because it went up to 10 bob to get in yeah, ten bob to get in fifty p, fifty p for you younger generations. You don't <laughs> yeah, know what ten bob is, fifty p, and um, yeah. But to 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 have you sitting here, well, you on that in... first on that first game where where my dad took me to my first game, and my dad made me fall in love that day, and I've never been out since, not oh. ever. I, th I think it's fair to say, you, Gary, you're quite iconic. You know that penguin kit. I mean, obviously it's before my. I was born in seventy six, but. Like I say, you, um, Trev Francis, Latrod, Atom, it's all just, regardless of how old you are, it's just such an iconic sort of period, isn't it? I think the 70s was a great 
a great era to yeah. play in. And, yeah. and, but also, you hadn't got the amount of television. Players weren't publicised like they no, were today. No, yeah, yeah. Huge, huge ones on a Sunday afternoon. Huge ones, yeah. Huge yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you used to call it? Huge, huge ones. ones, yeah. <laughs> you'd, have that. you'd wait on a Sunday afternoon and see that. Oh, but you would, you would just get the television or even the match a day on the Saturday night. You'd probably get Tottenham or Liverpool, mm-hmm. maybe Arsenal. That you, you wouldn't get Birmingham City. You no, only got no. Birmingham City <clears throat> when we got in the then first division mm. and played Tottenham or Liverpool. Mm. And I remember once we did play Liverpool and we were, we were beaten four three, and we shouldn't have been beaten four three because we put the ball in the box. I think it was me that put the ball in the box actually, <laughs> and Clements dropped it. A big lad called Stoughton, the centre half, dropped the ball and Bob Atten put it in the net. Bump. 4-3 to us. He disallowed it. Mm. He disallowed it and said that Bob had fouled him. It wasn't Bob at all. They put the ball down, knocked it long. I think it was Toshak flicked it on or Keegan flicked it on. Mm. And the other one put it in the net and they won 4-3. Wasn't Clive Thomas by any chance, was it? Oh, don't talk to me about Clive Thomas. <laughs> I will do. I know what you will do. I know that's coming. He's, but they said, and then night, I watched the BBC match of the day and Bobby Charlton mm. was on match of the day. And he said, what a disgraceful decision. Yeah. Funnily enough, that one was on. You know, the big match revisited on a Saturday yeah, morning. That yeah. one was on a few weeks ago. I was watching that. And that he did, yeah. he, did you see the disallowed goal? Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. it was. Yeah. He bumped into Clements. It wasn't Bob had nothing to do with it. He put an empty net. Mm. Yeah. That was a uh, Chris, a small request. Could you put me um, live comments up, please? Oh, crikey. Sorry. It's been that long, it's, I've forgotten. See, what, what people do, they, they, they're not only seeing this tonight, but they can also write in and ask you questions and, you know, bring back memories and one yeah. thing and another. Sure. And um, so that's it. He's, he's doing it now. He's only got one job, Mark. I know. One job, that's all you know he's got. Where is getting on? I've forgotten, <laughs> I've, I've forgotten how to do it. I'll get it. That's all right. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll leave you to it. Um, right. I'd like to say a big thank you to Mrs. Brown for my mug. Yes. No problem. And uh, Mark, you've got one as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, Look yeah, at yeah. that. Brilliant. Look at that, ladies and gentlemen. Tatey scoring that iconic goal down at Wembley against Carlisle. Uh, I was literally right in front of him uh, when he did that. And I think, I think his arms were out to me. At the, at the time, there you go. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. Nice Wouldn't surprise me. So and I've, yours... got, I've got the Leyland Duff one. My first visit to Wembley with my dad. I was fifteen. There you go. Big John Gale. Lovely. What a day. What a day. Yeah. What an absolute. Did you go? No, I didn't. Oh, I didn't. you missed a cracker. No, I didn't. Did you know the score? Yeah, though? <laughs> <laughs> you missed an absolute stunner. Proper stunning game that was. Uh, and you know, as Birmingham City fans, we, we haven't had a lot to shout about over the years. But that what we have been able to shout about. We've enjoyed every single minute, and we, yeah, we played Fulham the other year and managed to stay up. We celebrate, we celebrate that like, like Man United celebrate, yeah. you know, the Champions League. Mm. Um, but describe, you, you go regularly now to Blues, as we know. We've already half a good half hours worth of stories yeah, actually before, yeah, before yeah. we kicked off. Yeah, you're still you're still a regular down the Blues. Uh, kids are season ticket holders, grandchildren season ticket holders. Yeah, um, describe if you can, the difference in the atmosphere today to when I first started going back in the 70s? At this moment in time, it would be unbelievable because mm-hmm. we've only got 15,000 yeah, people yeah. in the ground. And it, it's a very sad sight to see the far side not mm. full and the ground not full. But in an era when you first started going, which was probably the 70s, 70s early about, 70s, yeah, 73. I think I was, uh, as we were talking before, I think I was very fortunate to play in that era. We had big crowds, 30,000, 40,000 mm-hmm. crowds. Standing. We had terrific players, mm. Francis, Latchford, Hatton, afterwards Burns. 
We had Kendall that came along. Latchford in goal great, as well. Great players, great players, but fantastic crowd, great mm. atmosphere. Mm. Great atmosphere. Used to go with the atmosphere. You talk about the, the Tilton. I can remember once on a Christmas time, I had a, a present from the Tilton and mm. it arrived in a box. It was very nicely made up. I opened it up. It was an axe. <laughs> <laughs> it was an axe. We have started him off now. It was. So, uh, it was great. How did they deliver that to you? Throw it over the fence or something? No, it was delivered to the ground. It was delivered to the ground. Yeah, it was delivered to oh, the, the ground. Real From the two. Oh, yeah. What, oh, so they yeah. called it to reception and said, oh, yeah. there's an axe. Well, it's just how it was. I think they, um, I think I was a bit enthusiastic at the times with some of the tackles and mm. whatnot. With your Kung Fu nickname. I know, but I always thought I was a bit of a ball player. <laughs> <laughs> how did you get on with that nickname? Did you yeah, like it or...? <laughs> I didn't mind it really. I, yeah. I didn't mind it at all. You know, mm. it's it's um, it sometimes can precede you with certain things. I remember Stan yeah. Bowles one night. We were playing. We talk about crowds. We were playing QPR, and um, I think we were three up. Perhaps it was a drizzly night. It was about thirty odd thousand in there. I think Trevor scored one of his usual thirty-five yards mm. free Bobby's kicks or something Bobby, like yeah. that. Mm. So they wanted to make a, a substitution, and Stan had been playing through the middle. Mm. And they shouted from the side, they shouted, uh, Stan, Stan, we're bringing, I can't remember who they brought on, they're bringing him on, you come wide on the right, wide on the right. Stan went, no, <laughs> not for me, there's a lunatic out there, I'm not going out, he won't come out. And I said, we had a laugh after, I said, Stan, what are you coming? No, you're having a laugh at me, you see. And I think, I was quite surprised. But football was a different game back then to what it is now. Um... You never got the rolling around, you know, 23 times and uh, holding the shins every time you get touched or, or blown upon. Um, it was blood, thunder, guts, determination uh, and a real show of force. I think the last thing you wanted to do was, uh, when you went into a tackle, the last thing you wanted was you didn't want to end up on the floor and be hurt. Mm -hmm. And even if you were, you didn't want the, the physio to come on. No way. If, if you couldn't get up, you were really hurt. And magic, that was across the board. Magic sponge scenario. That was yeah. across the board. <coughs> oh, magic sponge. I'll give you a quick story about a magic sponge. Can yeah, I give you a quick yeah. story? Yeah. It was actually <laughs> after I'd left Birmingham, I was uh, assisting Alan Buckley at Warsaw, but just shows you the, the sort of things that went on then. I had to be the physio on the touchline with a bag, mm. and all it had in the bag was a sponge and a cold spray. And Ronnie Green, <laughs> the goalkeeper at Warsaw at the time, he, yeah, it was at Birmingham for a while. He went down injured and I had to run on. I had to run on with this bag. And I got there and I un undone Ron's tie up and rolled down his... And there was his bone staring at me. Oh. I've got a bag with a sponge and there's this... What do you do? What do you do? Just, what, do you do? what did you do? I just stood up and I was waving help <laughs> to the to side to, to get a doctor or something like that. And Ronnie, Ronnie will tell you to this day... He'd, it's white, that bone there is white when you see it, when mm, it's cut mm, up near. Yeah. And that's, uh, I mean, that's how things have changed now in, yeah, yeah, in yeah, the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. Nice. Yeah, uh, it, it, it is a shame because, again, us older generation mm. saw it, witnessed it, and we can remember it. Mm. And, uh, you know, we're, we're a dying breed as older people now. And, and, you know, once we've gone on the face of the earth, 
thankfully there'll be shows like this that in the future people will be able to access and say oh blimey was it really like that yeah yeah and it really was <laughs> yeah. like that yeah. i've got to wish you a happy uh, belated emerald wedding anniversary uh from the 5th of november somebody put that one on a, a little while ago uh, i don't have a mouse to control anything chris is that Charles, you tell me what you want okay a mouse Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Nicholas Wellsbury, one of our uh, deaf uh, fans. Hi, everybody at Keep Blues, keep right on. Hello, Nicholas Wellsbury and the deaf community, keep right on. Rest in peace, BT, my, Bertie, my condolences to his friends and family from Stephen Gill. Yeah. Um, uh, s sorry, right, okay. Everybody says, I'm looking at you, Chris, when I'm looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not. I'm looking at you, aren't I? I'm not looking at you. You know what I Martin Swinscoe remembers that Newcastle game. Blues kicked lumps out of Newcastle that day. Payback for breaking Tony once leg. That atmosphere at that game was more was, than yeah, electric. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like somebody had put an extra 50 in that metre, I tell you. It was. It frightened the life out of me, to be fair. Uh, and that's the very first time I met Scarf Lady as well, by the way. Oh, was it? Oh, was it the first yeah. time? Yes, yeah, the very yeah, first time on my yeah, very yeah. first day, uh, yeah. she was walking up the steps in the cup, and I said to me, I said, what the dickens is that? He says, oh, that's Scarf Lady. Scarf lady yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God bless her. Hey? God bless yeah. her. Still with us, still with us. How's she doing today? As far as I know, she's still with us, yeah, yeah. She's uh, mm. she's still still with us, that's what I'm going to say, really. Mm. There was so much about her probably almost dying that uh, she's she's as iconic as the tilt and, and, and the cop yeah. she? do you know her <laughs> yeah. i don't really i don't know a person right i know with I scarves know. and we, we interviewed her in one day we'll play a vouch in a minute that's recorded <laughs> for us <laughs> uh, steve job welcome to gary can i ask did we scout carl richards <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I knew somebody would bring that up somewhere. There's a message for Carl, message for Carl Richards. Actually, I, I, I was going to mention it, but it's somebody else. I've got to give them to the credit. Fair, to be fair, can you be fair when he bought Carl Richards? Um, he actually he, he destroyed us once when we played against him at Bournemouth. And Harry, Harry sold him to me. Mm. And then later on, Harry comes on telling me all stories about him. You know what I mean? Mm. He said... And he said, you know what, Gal? He said, he came into my office one day, he said, Gaffer, Gaffer, what's this with my wages? He said, what do you mean, Carl? He said, it's got tax on here. <laughs> he said, well, that's what you have to pay, Carl. I said, I've never paid tax. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's telling me all sorts of things about him afterwards. Oh, dear, well, he, brilliant. He, he was a bit of a monster to start with, but he ended up being, he terrified me and the rest of the crowd, I think. <laughs> um, we, right, OK, hi to Leonard Edgington, all the way from Queensland, Australia. He gets up about three o'clock in the morning to, to listen to the show. So uh, hi to Len Leonard and everybody over there yeah. in Australia who listen to the show as well. And Linda Magna. Now, Linda, we were chatting about this uh, just before the show kicked off tonight. Linda wants to know, Gary, what was your days like as an apprentice? Days, they were very long. Um, when I was an apprentice, I used to, I'd catch two buses to get to St Andrews. Um, and when I got the bus to St Andrews, we all used to get into a, a minivan, well, a, what is it, the long white vans they had. Mm -hmm. um, and they'd drive us up to Elmden. Then we'd have to do all the kit and whatnots. And then we'd do a bit of training, and then they'd have to clear all the kit up afterwards, tidy up, sweep up, wash up, everything, put it all back in the van, travel back to St Andrews, and if it was in the early parts of the season, uh, we'd have to do the pitch. We'd sometimes weed the pitch in little square areas. Listen to this, ladies and gents, listen to this. <laughs> we'd paint the, uh, the barriers, 
Um, you paint little lines on the white lines on the steps sometimes, mm. um, and then eventually we might get home about. We might leave about five o'clock, half past five, something like that. It's a long day. But it was a long day, you know, because you you get on the bus then and get home. Mm. But you'd be tiring when you've been uh, when you're doing plenty of running, mm. you know. Because the thing is, when you first went there as an apprentice, when I went in '64, they give you um, they give you a pair of trainers, a pair of boots, and a pair of spikes for doing your sprinting and all that, you know. Mm -hmm. So Ray Devy gave me a pair of boots the first day I was there. And there was, uh, people might remember him, Aldecoa. He was a Spanish coach. He was a good coach. But he gave me these boots, Ray Devy. And he's 64, and boots are starting to change, I remember. These had big brown toenails, you know, the big ones at the end. I looked, I looked at him when he gave them to me, and I thought, you can't do anything, can you? 15-year-old kid, first day. Ah, put them on. So I went out training, start training, I thought. So this circle... And Al used to call it Rondo. You see them doing it nowadays where they have yeah. two in the middle and they keep. He called it Rondo, he did uh, Al. So I got in the middle and all of a sudden I went, oh my God, stop. Stop this game now. And he used to call me Gas, Gas, Gas. Get off my pitch with those boots and never come back. Wow. And on my life, I didn't know what to do with it. Off, get off. I said, well, Mr. Debbie, take them to Debbie. And give them to me. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know what to do. So he'd obviously try to plant them on me, Ray Devi. Uh, uh, yeah. Last of the brown boots. Yeah. Uh, but James says Gary played in the first ever game. You know, I, I watched at St Andrews, February 1978 against Middlesbrough. See, you've made memories. Uh, ask Gary who was your footballing hero from Stephen Gill. My footballing hero. Mm. I used to love Norman Hunter, even though he was probably in my era. Mm. I thought he was. Uh, I thought Norman was terrific. Mm. and actually got to know him later on in life and he was a terrific guy as well but I, he was left footed like me even at, we even had uh, my wife and I we even had a, a black cat when we first got married and I called him Hunter my cat's called Bo <laughs> is he black? Bo B-E-A-U Oh, yeah. Yeah, after Bo Brummie. Bo Brummie, yeah. And, uh, and when my son was young, he had a rabbit called Dio de Boulder. <laughs> uh, speaking of your wife, happy anniversary, Gary. Oh, thank you, dear. It was a bonfire night. Yeah. 1966, unforgettable. <laughs> Too many puns, come on, mate, for the joke. Come on, come on, Nick. You missed it. You missed it. You missed oh. it. Come on, come on. It's my first day back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm disappointed. <laughs> right. So, who, who would have been your footballing hero then? Norman Hunter. Norman, Norman Hunter. Hunter. Brilliant yeah. player. Yeah. What about yeah. when you were. That Leeds team was just phenomenal, weren't they? Leeds team were phenomenal. And we played them, remember? Yeah. We played them when they had all the names in there Hunter, Madeley. Giles, mm. Bremner, Clark, Clark, Jones, mm. oh. Lorimer, of Terrific. course. 92-mile-an-hour shot, wasn't it? Yeah, he was offside. Oh. He was definitely offside in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely offside. I tell you, if they had VR, VAR nowadays, he was offside. He was offside. Yeah, mm. I think they'd have still beat us. But... <laughs> right, Jenny Tarbuck's got a question for you now. Can I say after? Is it true, Gary, that you got to get another job while uh, it was closed season to earn extra money because you didn't get paid while there were no matches on? No, we did. We, we did get paid. Well, not what she's on about. When I was when I was apprentice, um, you. So we're talking about sixty four. You see, sixty four. Those days, there'd be probably a ten week break between us. You know, mm. it's a long time. Uh, we wouldn't have all of that. We'd probably have about six mm. or seven weeks. But obviously, we didn't earn a lot of money then, and uh, we used to do jobs. The first job I did, I had um, I worked for 
a fella called Peter Dryhurst, and that was a scrap metal, right. a scrap metal mm. trade, uh, shoveling swarf and that in Adderley Road. He had a big yard, and I did that through the summer. Uh, and I never wanted to do that again. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then the next summer, uh, I worked in uh, just down from Max Dog Street. There was an underseal. They used to underseal cars. Mm. You like a younger. They, mm-hmm. they used to spray the underseal. Mm. I used to mask them up. I used to stand there and pull all the masking round to stop the underseal going up any further. I did that in the summer there. Through that summer, I didn't want to do that again. No. And then the last summer we had the. Uh, You've had Phil Summer in here before, and mm-hmm. Phil and myself, we worked for Chardin Glass. Oh, right. And, uh, right, right. I actually fitted some Louvre windows <laughs> in somebody's <laughs> house somewhere, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how long they stayed in for, but I didn't want to do that oh, again either. What a shame that you don't know whose house it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. anyone knows, they're, 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 they're actually done, still there. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're still there. They've done some work for me once. <laughs> Could have gone up at I least think it was a Louvre <laughs> right, okay, uh, Martin Swinsco, please ask Gary what the feeling was like when we lost that semi-final in 75. I was there that night and it oh, still hurts, man. 46 years on. Has Gary still got that painful feeling of what if? Uh, every time, yeah. uh, every time you see a semi-final of any sort, hmm. it's, uh, it's the same thing. My, uh, my brothers, uh, my brother Ken and my brother-in-law Graham, they used to follow us everywhere at the time and they drove home from Manchester that night and never spoke a word to each other. Never spoke a word to each other. Horrible. I mean, mm. it was it was just so close. Mm. We've been, in all honesty, we were poor on the Saturday. We were poor. We, we were fortunate to get the replay. But at Main Road, I mean, there was only one team going to win. Mm. And it should have been us, but it wasn't us. But uh, I'm afraid that is, um, yeah. that is as bad as it gets, I think. Mm. I listened to the game outside my house in Hampton Street in Warwick on the radio. And I believe Tony Butler was on the radio at that time mm-hmm. and uh, my dad went to the match mm. uh, I didn't but even that disappointment as a child you know what was I nine mm. nine years old he, even that disappointment as a nine year old child mm. and um, that's been passed down through my kids cause I did promise Luke that if we got to Wembley uh, I can't remember what, what occasion it was but we didn't we got we got we, we got beat, and I had to ring him up and say, and I can still hear him to this day kicking and screaming in the bed that he was sobbing his heart out on. And um, you, you know what? As a blues fan, you've got to take the rough with the smooth. Uh, you've got to build these memories. Mm-hmm. Some are going to be good, some are going to be bad. As the song says, it's a long, long road. There'll be joys and sorrows too. Kevin Skidmore, looking well, Gary. One of my blues heroes, tremendous clubman in his day, always gave his all. Lovely comment. Thank you very much. And anyone bought in 1960, Steve Portman, what's all this about? Any, anybody born in 1961 celebrating a big birthday before the year ends? <laughs> just saw that. Well, I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this before. No. But I will be 60 this Christmas day. I'm, I'm having a little bit of a bash at home. Uh, you're invited, you're invited. Uh, you can come as well if you want. You're very welcome. Um, uh, I could have had it on the pitch at St Andrews and invited everybody, couldn't I? Really, it would have been uh, have a, an amazing and tremendous occasion, an auspicious occasion, and one to say, to be perfectly yeah. honest with you. Um, <laughs> uh, Sharon said to me the other night, I said, I'm, "I'm after a number plate, right? K eight 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 K R O, right? Eight 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 because it was our sponsors, yeah. right? Sorry, boy sports, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's the closest I could get. You know what I mean? <laughs> and she goes, we've already wrapped 
loads of Christmas presents up. She said, oh, all yours into there. I said, well, I can't see anything that might um, resemble a drone, an iPad or a number plate. <laughs> <laughs> all the wrong size, mate. Uh, do Blues look after former players and managers properly? Surely you never have to buy a ticket mm. or a pint, says Jason Hughes. This could be interesting. Hmm. In what way is that question? <laughs> <laughs> when you say, do they look after them? <laughs> They've got a good players association, former yeah, players fair, association. Yeah. It's terrific. Yeah. Tom Austin, a lot of that. Tom, Tom's uh, yeah. a very, very good friend of mine. Um, uh, and they do really well. Malcolm Page, Malcolm does a mm-hmm. great job with that now as well. Um, what a great lad he is, mm-hmm. by the way. We've never had Malcolm. Oh. We haven't had Malcolm, have we? No. 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 We, no must we, get Malcolm. we must get Malcolm. He's yeah. from Malcolm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get his people to talk to our people. <laughs> He's got people. He's got Mary, I think. No, we got... There's Mary and Malcolm. It's, it's, that's about his people. That's about as far we as it goes. Got, we've got Craig. We've got Craig. <laughs> Mr. Courtney. Get He's a great man, Mal. And I know he does, a, he does a terrific job for the former... And they do a great job. Mm. They really do. They, they do. really do. Mm. Whether the club do a great job um, is another... Mm. Mm. Uh, Dan Jones subtly changing the subject there ladies and gents nice <laughs> to see Mark Andrew Adams dressed and not in his dressing gown you <laughs> slovenly get you come for work <laughs> <laughs> last time you bought it with you didn't you no I didn't actually didn't you not it's, no it's in my bag but I didn't put it on oh, scroll right, yeah, me some more Chrissy Brown scroll me some more okay okay yeah, uh, right, England just about to kick off, so good luck to them, uh, San Marino tonight. It's 1-0, Some... actually. Is it already 1-0? Yeah, nil? it's already 1-0. Who's got it? I don't know. You don't know? Don't really care. OK. Who too? Happy 90th birthday to my granddad today, Reginald Willock. Very happy birthday to you, 90 years old, from Trevor John Smith and the full team here at the Tilt and Talk Show, and, of course, Gary Pendry. Yes. Uh, in my opinion, Freddie Goodwin was the best um, ever Blues manager. Who was the best manager you played under, from Peter Mangan? I think at Blues it would be uh, Freddie. I think yeah, Freddie yeah. Uh, was uh, quite innovative with certain things he did. Um, and he was also a great travel agent. We travelled mm. all around the world with Freddie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh dear! But I think at the end of one, the end of one season, we went to Australia, New Zealand, and Tahiti for three weeks. Wow! Um, played the, the Australian national team and other teams. But he loved it. He loved the trip, Fred. Yeah. I mean, even before in the promotion year seventy one, seventy two, in the August time, um, we went to uh, just outside New York, U- oh, university yeah. just outside New York for right. two for two weeks, mm. when uh, the New York Jets were training there as well there their camp and there was a famous guy called Joe Namath he was a famous quarterback and uh, he was there and Freddie loved it loved the trip <laughs> did, you, did you get to sort of chat to them about fo- their football and vice versa were they interested or was not really because we used to seriously we used to go down for breakfast mm. and you'd stand alongside these guys and you were just so intimidated, it was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Never mind about you seeing with the pads on. Without the pads, they were huge. So huge. They were just monsters. Yeah. Um, we never got into any sort of no, no conversation. Or... Well, we definitely didn't get any fights with them now because it was a waste. Of, <laughs> it would have been a waste of time, really. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Roger, Roger might have fought. Roger might have fought. Yeah. yeah. You're not the team of the nineties then. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, a bit more scrolling. Harry Maguire scored the goal, guys, by the way. Harry Maguire. It's 2-0 well now, apparently. 2-0. 2-0 oh, now. Deflection. And uh, Mr Fixer, just to let you know, is already on the case about Malcolm Page. Yeah, okay, so he's already working on that one now. Thanks for that flash up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Nicholas Wells, we said Pedersen and Colin injured, both missing games uh, away at Hall. Mm. Mm. Happy birthday Good. to Maxim Collins. I think he's 30 today, isn't he? Is he? Happy oh, birthday to okay. you. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, Janie Tarbix said that's my dad's company. I'm presuming she means uh, Shining Glass. Ah. Uh, you haven't had any Louvre windows sent back, have you? Janie? <laughs> <laughs> right. Doing a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas our mum used to say Louvre. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, keep scrolling, brother. Keep scrolling. Right, let's have a look at some of these. Um, Ooh. Worked with Dennis Thwaites for years at Rover, uh, Load Lane. He used to talk about things during his time at St Andrews. He spoke very highly about Gary. We worked on the Range Rover vehicle as a Blues fan. It was great because we also were working with Reg Latchford, Bob and Dave Latchford's uh, father. Dennis left Birmingham and went to live in Blackpool, I believe. Colin Withers was also living in Blackpool at the time. How shocked I was when Dennis lost his life mm, while I'm hiding in Tunisia. I yeah, remember Dennis that, yeah. was a lovely man. Everybody liked him. Crikey. Rob Beale. Nice place, yeah. mate. Nice place. Well done. That was awesome, uh, okay. So... Alrighty. So, 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 so. Six went, week. Oh, six sorry. Week, sorry. You got a six week international break in November. Uh, what's it going to do to you know players? You, you know your fitness levels, your your concentration, your mind, and then all of a sudden, boom, nothing for six weeks. I, I don't know what it's going to do. Mm. I really don't because it's. I find it so strange. Mm. Uh, it'll be fantastic for us because we'll have something else to watch. But yeah. in, in, it's in the season, weird, isn't it? I can't. I can't get my head around that coin. I just can't get my head around it. Mm. Mm. Uh, we've got Mr. Tony Coton has uh, just answered. He says, "Shall I answer that?" I'm <laughs> not sure Wood what that's to. <laughs> Michael Wood said, "Slabhead scored." So I've got my fader on your uh, on your mic here, okay? Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm not quite 100, percent ladies and gents, but there you go. <laughs> Uh, right, get Tom Ross on the show. Well, Tom's been on, you know, quite a few times. He's Great friend three, of the show. Three, three times now. So. Yeah, lovely, lovely man. Lovely man. Like Tom. Like yeah. Tom Lage. Yeah. Right, John Donahue. When Gary was at Celtic coaching, he must have known Bertie Old, who was still around as a fan. I saw Bertie lay Morris Cook and Johnny Haynes out at Fulham, and around the same time against Liverpool, he jumped up at Ron Yates, who Shankly. Uh, called a colossus and when he was sent off he put a towel over his face he was in bits Gary a legend two great talker too and a real blues fan keep right on lads love the show thank you so very much Joe it means absolutely everything nice to us that you people listen mm. week in week out uh, he's, right, he's right about Bertie um, mm. as I say I first went there when I was 15 I knew Bertie then mm. and when I went to Celtic with Strack um, he couldn't wait to see me Bertie because mm. he wanted to say you clean my boots. <laughs> First thing he said to me, he said to me, everybody calls him Wee 1030 up there. Yeah. He said, you clean my boots, you remember, don't you? I, I yeah. did remember, and he was a character. <laughs> Fantastic guy, mm. I'll just Fantastic. go get Alan on the phone, uh, Nick. Yeah, oh, Alan Watton's going to join us in a, a few minutes, minutes from down south, and it uh, be nice to talk to him again. Do you remember that incident with Ron Yates? Did you ever see it? Or did no, you? no, I don't I don't remember that one. No. I don't remember that one. How long did you have a spell as manager of the Blues? Two years, two just years. under two years. Right. 
And who was that in between? It actually seemed like about 202 years. <laughs> <laughs> they were difficult times, weren't they? That's, that is probably the biggest understatement you'll make <laughs> for all your life. No, um, I think I'd like to clear that up, all these things on here. Whatever went on and whatever happened at Boomer City, um, I wasn't good enough anyway. I, it wasn't for me managing. I desperately wanted to be the manager. You could, you, how could I turn it down? Yeah, of course, you When Weldon rang me, um, we'd just been, I'd been at Wolves with Graham Turner, we'd just been offered new contracts. Um, and Graham said, We're going to do this because we've done okay at Wolves. And the phone rang, and I just knew the voice because he just said, uh, Do you want the job, my lad? And I said to him, Can a duck swim? And that was it. He said, I'll see you at that So who, who made that phone call to you? Weldon. Well, well, Ken Weldon. Yeah, Ken. And there's no way, there's no way I could have turned it down. And, mm. uh, and ultimately, even though, even though certain things went on there, um, I wasn't good enough. I wasn't a manager. I wasn't cut out to be a manager. I thought I was. I wanted the chance, um, but it wasn't for me. Assistant manager or coaching was for me. And, uh, and I worked at that for... 40 years afterwards. Excellent, excellent. You know what, it takes a a proper big man with big shoulders to say, you know, it won't for me. You've got bang on, mate. You know, I'll tell you what, I think you've just just earned so much more respect. Goosebump alert. There you go. That's because Chris ain't put the heating on again. (laughs) (laughs) He's got no chance in here. No way. We ain't had heating in here for 11 years, mate. It's not windy yet. 11 years. And, um, Dennis did bring a heater in (laughs) once, right, and this heater was, I was doing a painting job uh, and I wanted a little heater, and I said, oh, well, Dennis said, I'll get you one. I said, well, I'll borrow that one then, and you give Chris another one. That's never turned up. <laughs> nah. Never turned up. That was, about, that was five years ago. That's Dennis. A good five years ago. <laughs> Dennis, sorted them out, sorted out. Crazy. Uh, oh, uh, life. I think on the line we have Alan Motton. Are you there, Alan? Hello there, yes, I'm here. Oh, that's Greetings, clear. Alan. Hello, Alan. You're through to Gary Pendry. How you doing? Uh, hi, guys. Uh, hi, Al. Um, lots of memories of you. Uh, I can you just uh, I just wanted to check one thing. Did you play in the final of the youth the youth cup? Were you in that side? Yeah. Yeah. Right. One nil so to that, Sunderland. We lost one nil to Sunderland. That's right. Yeah. I saw that yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, I saw the semi final as well. So yeah. Um, the, the, these youngsters, they, they don't know nothing. Uh, <laughs> Mark, uh, you don't know nothing. Nick, you don't know nothing. The other thing that I really remember, we played Cardiff on Boxing The year we went up, we played Cardiff on Boxing Day. And you played in midfield. Yes, you <laughs> scored I, an absolute blind. I put it, yeah, yeah, in the, uh, at the railway end, put it in the top corner. That's right, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that. Listen... I have five goals for Blues, one for Warsaw. I can talk you through <laughs> every one. <laughs> minute, minute by minute. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Yeah, I did play quite a few games in midfield, actually. Freddie wanted yes, me to do that. Yes, you did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tough, tough tackling. A bit, a bit of a Peter Storer story in, in that position, yeah? <laughs> Peter Story. <laughs> Toy Story, I would have thought. <laughs> more like it. Toy Story. <laughs> Yeah. But he used to, I think I've said this before, Freddie, Freddie went through a period when we got back in, well, when we got into the first division, he wanted to consolidate as much. And um, there were a lot of good midfield players around then, you know, mm. the Alan Ball, Colin Viljohn, Trevor Brookin, all these sort of people. 
And when I played in midfield, it was just my job. It was like a man marking job. It was that's it, guys. You got to see him out, and that was Game that on. was us, you know. Yeah, yeah. S- simple but effective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are, are you still in touch with the uh, the players of that time? I mean, Alan Campbell's a, uh, an old mate of mine. Cause um, <laughs> yeah, Alan, yeah. Cause he's funny enough. We used to call him Cause Campbell, and we were at a function about a year ago. He came up to me and he said, can you remember why they called me Kazi? And do you think they'll laugh me? I can't. <laughs> I can't. But his, oh, I, know, I never heard him call that. By the no. way, by the way he'd, he'd be, if I had to pick a team, a Blues team that I'd played with or whatever, he'd be in there, Alan. Terrific, oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Terrific player. Terrific player, Alan. Without mm. a doubt. Mm. Just you, just stay on the line, um, Alan, and just uh, yeah. just put in whenever you want to, okay? Okay. Nice to talk to you again, Alan. Nice yeah, one. Just, Thanks just so much for joining us tonight, mate. Yeah, nice to see that. Where, where's Paul? Uh, Paul. Uh, Paul's, Paul's decided he wants to watch the England game. Okay, okay. Bar uh, <laughs> timer. I know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we ever... Did we, did we do that comment at the top there? Uh, right, Gary, uh, I remember he was a manager, I thought, times down the blues, uh, through tough times oh, down the blues. Uh, did you ever regret taking that job? What a good question. No, I don't, as I said, I didn't regret Never. No. How could I regret it? It's, um, I always call it my club. It's our club. It's, it's, it's my club. Mm. <clears throat> For a boy, I went there as a boy. Um, I left as more than a man, I think. I went there as a boy. It, and was that to watch or to play? To play, right, um, and they gave me they gave me everything. Do you know? It's it's. I went through life, and we spoke earlier. The the, the club lent me a certain amount, and lent me some money to buy my first house. Mm-hmm. You know, and, yeah. and 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 all these sort of things. And I just couldn't turn the opportunity down when I had the chance to manage, mm. even though it turned out like it did. Yeah, right. we we've moved on from that, mate. I thought we had, yeah, yeah. Mm. No, we actually have, mm. but it's part of our history, it's part of the club. Yeah. Yeah, and you've been dead honest and open, and it doesn't matter because you're Gary Pendry, you know what I mean? Hey! <laughs> yeah. Happy days. Right, got to mention that there is a Barry Fry and Mark Ward night on the Friday the 3rd of December. Uh, general tickets £20, VIP tickets are £30 each, and that's at St Anne's Social Club, 96 Bradford Street, Digbeth, B12OPB. That's mm-hmm. a Barry Fry and Mark Ward night on Friday the 3rd of December. General tickets 20 quid, VIPs 30 quid. St Anne's Social Club, 96 Bradford Street, Digbeth. Uh, if you want to get along to there, I suppose you contact them about tickets, really. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if anybody else had the chance to listen to Barry, he, he'll have a great night. He was hilarious. Oh, he was really well, wasn't he? No. Well, I, met, I met him for the no. first, first time in, in Birmingham a couple of three months ago. And, uh, oh, God, he was so funny. But then when he come on the show, you know, he'd got different stories. And there, was just, <laughs> there was just so much to that man's, <laughs> that man's career. He's, you know, he's, he's, he's brilliant. You know, he's absolutely boring. brilliant. Have you had many doings with him? Not really, not really. Well, he didn't try and sign you. (laughs) (laughs) Not really, no. Try and sign me. (laughs) Yeah, I've never played. (laughs) (laughs) Got to say congratulations on uh, on little Jack, hashtag Jack Scott Friends. Uh, Forget your award last week, Sunshine. Well done, you keep up that good work, buddy. Uh, you're turning out to be an absolutely brilliant young man. Keep it up, mate. Keep it up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Jude's playing tonight. Congratulations and uh, and good luck to him. And Dean Smith is now the uh, manager of Norwich. Wouldn't it be lovely? 
Oh, wouldn't it be? No, but listen to this, Chris. Listen to this. Wouldn't it be lovely on, on the last day of the season? I know what you're going to say. <laughs> Norwich had to win. And they're drawing. 1-1. One, one. And there's three minutes of overtime. And in the seventh minute of overtime, they put the ball in the net by handball. And VAR allows it to go oh. in. Because that is the only way that football club is in the Premier League right now, was by a bad VAR decision. And... Uh, Allegedly, some people at the top of Sky Sports were their supporters. <laughs> 97 minutes, ladies and gents. Just think of that on the last day of the season. Brilliant. Think of the copious amounts of beer I will swallow on that night. <laughs> Martin Wentworth wants to know, who was the hardest opponent you played with and against? I had this question before, and I'm, I'm trying to think about it. There's some... As I say, Norman was a hard boy. Norman Hunter mm -hmm. was a hard boy. Um, with... Ryan Martin could tackle. Ryan Martin mm. was. Uh, Ryan Martin could put oh, his foot in. I remember Ryan Martin. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, Ray, could, Ray could put yeah. his foot in. Yeah. Trying to think who else would be there. Big Roger was forceful. Roger Ryan was forceful, mm -hmm. but he was. He was a bit of a pussycat at times. Really? Well, Roger, <laughs> you know. Take his teeth straight out, wouldn't yeah. he, before he went on? <laughs> Big, Big Ron tells a story. Big Ron tells a story. We played Oxford at uh, St Andrews, and Eggy Phillips and people at Stevie Phillips. Something uh, had happened with uh, Stevie Phillips and from a corner or something, and he went on the ground. And then Rob Big Ron says, "I looked around. He said I could see Andy. He said he was coming down the pitch, rolling his shoulders." And then Ron said, "I got ready for it." And he said, "I turned around, and looked at Roger, and Roger said, the crowd expect it of me, Ron.'" <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, I'm going to adapt to this little question a little bit. Uh, what was the funniest thing from Jason Hurst, uh, Jason Hughes? What was the funniest thing that you heard from the stands? <clears throat> the funniest thing? Jesus. <laughs> I've got a funny... I've got many, but I'll, I just can't repeat them live, on it. I? I can't. <laughs> I've, got, I've got to be honest. I, I, I was a big concentrator when I was playing the right, game. Right. I probably never heard individual... Sort of vision, yeah. I heard plenty of... Something, something good. I'm trying to think of it. Was it somewhere? Can I, can I just say, guys, Carry on. you're so you're so well loved. We, we, yeah. If you can see at the bottom of that screen, Andy, can mm -hmm. you see how many comments there are that we haven't got well, to we, yet? We still haven't read seventy-three comments, <laughs> and, 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 and we're flicking through them. And, we're and flicking through. Them. I've got a large it's family, family. Incredible. You know. it's, it's absolutely incredible. <laughs> Sounds like a threat. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Yeah, great. Um, oh, my. Penalty to England. Penalty to England. England 3-0. Uh, it's 4 now. 4. <laughs> oh, it's 4 to Dallas. That's so far behind me, aren't we? Oh, you know, there's that many people that want to want to know something. <laughs> um, uh, Martin Swinsco says, if Alan Campbell played well, Blues played well. Yeah. Underrated he was. Yeah, definitely. Loved okay, let's, let's, let's skip through some of these then, Chris. Mm -hmm. do, 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 do. Poor penalty decision, even though it's in our favour from Linda. Well, hey, uh, Nigel Kelly, Gary Pendlery, top man. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my Lord. Hi, Gary, <laughs> Stephen Belshaw. Uh, what a servant to where you were for Blues. Uh, local lad, passionate Blues fan. I remember one night, uh, one night match, you had a shot from about 35 yards. It swerved and bent all over the place and hit the bar. After that, every time you got the ball, even though in our own box the blues fans were shouting shoot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh dear, 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 dear. Uh, good evening from South Africa. Uh, had to attend prior meeting tonight, Michael. That's just not good enough. I no, mean, no, it's not, no. uh, you're on the same time zone as us. Organise your life better, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, we welcome all our visitors and listeners from South Africa and all around the world. Uh, as this goes out, obviously because it's on Facebook, it'll be a 24-hour stream, and people will get up tomorrow and listen to it. So the numbers just keep going up throughout the course of, of the day tomorrow, if you know what I mean. Well, so. all, my, all my kids and grandkids will be on there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> are, they, are they all listening tonight? Oh, they will be. Oh, hello, kids and grandkids. How are you doing? Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully the Blues can do some magic this year and we can, uh, you know, have some of the some of the joys instead of some of the sorrows. There's a great question here from Paul. <clears throat> this, um well, that rings a bell, that name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who he is. I think clear. Uh, best player, Gary Sign for Blues. When I was manager, is, mm. it, is it half time, Paul? Because it's true. He's probably got fed up with the goals going. Yeah. <laughs> Ian Atkins, I think Ian Atkins was quality player. Mm. I think Ian Atkins was a good player. Mm. I think he'd be he'd be, he'd be in there, Echo. Good man as well. His debut, didn't he? So, his debut he scored on for us. Ian Atkins, Mansfield, the Mansfield game. Now you're talking. Is that man's away? 5-2, yeah. I'm sure well, all the fans were climbing over the top of the roof. I could be wrong. I was in. only a kid at the time. But Crikey. I'm sure it's only 36 at the time. <laughs> that, that was a scary one, because we, we turned up at Mansfield, and uh, uh, oh, there was a garage opposite, and some fields in Mansfield. I suppose you expect that, don't you? Yeah. A garage and some fields. There's nothing <laughs> else there. And this burly police officer waved me and my mate in. We were literally the first in this field. And she's like proper, proper like community, you know, PC plot about mm. 17 stone, yeah. And uh, she said, oh, here, there's about 400. Have you come in today? I said, I've just passed 6,000 on the motorway. <laughs> I said, you better get another field open. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, God, blimey, that game was scary because the, the Blues ones were climbing over the roof to get in and, oh, God. Mm. <laughs> Mind you, we put one over the, them lot of the road, second game in for you, wasn't it? Uh, one on your eighty-seven, eighty-eight. We beat Stoke two-nil. It's. It, it, they I, I, I went to that one. My dad. I remember. Uh, we beat Stoke. I think we played them lot away, didn't we? The week after. I, I was. I was driving here tonight. I tell you, I, I think <coughs> I told Tom. My, my wife will probably know this better than anybody. I was driving here tonight, and Whitney Houston was on. Mm. One moment in time. Mm. <laughs> and the moment in time, mm. it always reminds me of, is we beat the Villa two-nil at. Yeah, that's it. The second game of my managerial short yeah. managerial career at Blues, and I can remember leaving the, the dugout and walking that way and looking at all the Blues fans. Uh, you had your on your ears on your hand. I've just had it there, and that's uh, and that song and that it just brings mm. that back brings to me every back. time. Yeah, yeah, and that's um, that's something that can never taken away from me. You know. Yeah. During during COVID, okay. Um, <coughs> I had the wonderful opportunity of driving past St Andrews and I looked at that stadium and the tears were just rolling down my face, you know, when fans couldn't go in. And it's like, you're taking my life away from me. Yeah, this is this is this is the reason I live. Huh? This is the reason I exist. I go to work, you know, <laughs> or, or do what I do, you know what I mean? Just for that, I've, I've got a whole <laughs> room as a museum to Birmingham City Football Club in my house. I'm hardly dedicated, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trevor Hockey, Lena Magnon wants to know, uh, he was her hero back in the day, what was he like? He's, he was oh. a diamond of a man, Trevor. Yeah. He was a live wire all the time. Never stopped, even in training. And he had, uh, I think he had a little deal with, um, I don't know, 
people remember Zizman's Zizman's <laughs> Suede bonnet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he was, uh, oh, he was, he was a good player, Trevor. Mm. He was a good player. Mm. That's some good players around there. Jimmy Greenoff as well. Jimmy Greenoff. Don't know if people bonnet. remember. Mm. Jimmy. Jimmy had a, uh, give me a lift in his Ford Cortina 1600E. Oh, he just put his foot down and it went. Mm. It just went. <laughs> Uh, Craig Courtney says, Chris, have a look at my messages. Does Gary remember that 1975 centenary match against Celtic and Big Jack Taylor, Frog marching and an angry Celtic fan off after we scored? It was a scary night with a lot of drunk Scots there. I can't, I can't remember it actually, no. no. They didn't come straight to uh, Paul yeah. wants to know if you've done a 1 to 11. My, my lad threw them at me the other day when okay. uh, before I came here. Um, <laughs> No one discussed. I, I did, but I, I, I did, but I had about fifteen in. I think something like that. It's always, it's always difficult, you know. I think um, uh, that's a message there from Kevin Ashley. By the ah, way, great, nice one. Hi, Kevin. Ash, yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, yeah took yeah. him to Wolves. Mm. Took mm. him to Wolves when I went to Wolves mm. as well. Yeah, uh, this is a great in the changing room. Would come in every Monday, regardless of results. And be that upbeat, you need that member of staff to be like that. And he was one of the best at it. Good words from uh, Kevin Ashley. Well done, yeah, mate. Nice well, one. Well done. Excellent. Excellent. Right, I'm going to find out how to get back to the... Uh... Oh, there we go. No, that's not the right one. <laughs> one job. You've only got one job. Hang on now. I know why. One job. There we go. We'll get back, in, we'll oh, get back to the live chat. Um, okay. So, um, so, yeah. So, have we got the 1 11 uh, ready or, or what? Or are we, are, we, are we not going to do the 1 to 11? Have you got a 1 to 11? I couldn't throw them off the top of me quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, try it. I think, um, I think I'll put... Five nil. Thank five you. Nil. Five nil. I think I'll put Dave Latch. I think Dave Latch will be in yeah, goal. Because he's one, he's one of us as well. Quality. You know? mm. I've got a bit of a story about Dave, but I don't know where to tell it. Oh, go on, go on. <laughs> yes, please. Please, please, please. Go on, it's perfect Dave time. will remember this. Mind you, he lives in Spain. Can I, is this, can I intersect my 1 to 11 and tell a yeah, story? Yeah, 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 that's what we do. It's, that's what we do. Henry Show, ladies and gentlemen. When we were kids, <laughs> when we were kids, 15, we used to go to these Max Dog Street, as I say. And we used to finish training. And we used to go in afterwards. It would be about 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And they always just have like a little cake with a bit of cream on or something like that. But we didn't want to miss the bus. We didn't want to miss the bus that took us into town. So one of us had to keep watch for the bus. And people would know this about Dave, but he was very, um, very insecure when he first came to Birmingham. Uh -huh. Very quiet. Uh -huh. And he had a bit of a stutter. Did he? I didn't know. When he first came. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, we put him, it was his turn to be on guard for the bus and we were getting all our cakes and this, that, and yeah. that, and that, and Dave come to the door and the lads went, it's too late, the bus has gone, and that's the God's honest truth. He, he, he was a bit, he had a little stutter, but he got over it, the lads got him over mm. it, he was a bit shy and all that. Yeah. But I'd put him in goal, Dave, I'd mm. put him in goal, yeah. 
and I'd put his brother at centre forward. Absolutely. I think. Mm. Yeah. What a pair they were. Yeah. <laughs> I think Trevor would get in there somewhere. We'd have to be in there. We have to. We ask this question to nearly every player that comes on. How did you get on with Trevor? Yeah. Trevor, I got on with Trevor. I was best man at his wedding. Mm. Oh, right, okay. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah, I was best man at Trevor's wedding. He asked yeah. me to be his best man. Um, uh, Trevor was sensational. Mm. I got on great with him, obviously. And he used to come and sit by me after away games and uh, wanted me to run through how his game had gone and what he could do better. And oh, he's. I Consummate mean, professional. It was <laughs> terrific. I mean, Jude, Jude's come along and taken a couple of Trevor's. Mantle. Mantles, but not in the same way. Trevor, when Trevor was a 16-year-old, Trevor did sensation. Jude's done brilliantly. Mm. All-round mm. game and other things. Mm. Trevor did sensational things. Mm. Trevor couldn't score a tap-in. No. The ball would be flying at Trevor. I can remember the ball flying at Trevor. I don't know if it was a Sheffield Wednesday game at home. Somebody might come on and say. And he took the ball halfway up his body and the ball went over a guy. It went on, beat another two and smashed it in the top corner. He just scored unbelievable goals. I it's think not, we spoke about Tony Watt tonight. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Tony, Tony will tell you, Tony comes along and says, I used to think, he said, you know when you, you see the the, uh, the films are speeded up mm. when they do it? He said, no, it wasn't with Trevor. That's how Trevor was going. That's how, yeah. was. That's yeah. how he was going when he'd do it, like, you know. Yeah. Sensational. <laughs> it was just sensational. I'll just interject the rest of you one to eleven because we've had a, a really, really lovely message here from a young lady called Chloe Quinn. <laughs> My granddad, Hart, my hero. Chloe, is Gary your granddad? If so, any messages? Yes, Gary is my granddad. <laughs> Tell him I love him very much and I'm loving hearing the stories. What a lovely, yeah. lovely message. Boom. We're loving it, we're loving it ourselves, are <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing she's a big um, blues fan. By the way, <laughs> Chloe, yeah. yeah. Goosebump moment. Mm. Marvellous, wonderful. Uh, we, have really your, nice. uh, we have got your we have got your ones with them now. Oh, we've got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm really there for you. Go on, Chris. Off you go. Okay. So, goalkeeper uh, Jim Montgomery. What a goalkeeper for Jimmy. What a Jimmy. What a goalkeeper. Yeah. You've resigned. Um, I've got Dave, Dave on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> Dave's out. It's a squad game. <laughs> and you've got uh, defenders Malcolm Page, uh, Malcolm Beard. Yeah. Oh, what a player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, two centre-backs, Kenny Burns and Roger Hind. Uh, midfields, you've got Alan Campbell and Howard Kendall. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you've got uh, Trevor Francis in there. Then you've got Bob Atten, mm. Phil Summell, and up front, Bob Latchford. Yeah. And captain is... Howard. Howard Kendall. Howard Kendall. Kendall, yeah. And the manager, Freddie Goodwin. Yeah. Best captain, Howard. Best captain. One of his best, one of his greatest sayings, uh, you can't put a price on a good time. (laughs) 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 I suppose you can. It depends where you're going. (laughs) No, you can't. If you think about it, it doesn't doesn't matter whether you spend a fiver or Mm. 50 or five. You can't put a price on a good time. No, you can't. If you've had a good time. And that was, he used to come along with that. And he was a great captain, Howard. Great leader of people. Yeah, mm. like I say, you run through players like that, and how do we not win anything? Mm. It's full of great players, isn't it? Good question. Obviously, before my time, but you know. Mm. Well, you wouldn't think so. Looking at you, quite did, old. Did you play in goal <laughs> for us against Carlo when Sprake was injured? Clean sheet. Clean sheet. Look at his face. I was going to say about that. It's funny because um, Sprake got injured, 
I, I'd never been in golf. You know, some people go in and practice yeah. and all mm. that. Mm. Training, yeah. And he shouted from the side, and it's Freddie, wasn't he? Freddie went, you, in golf. Did he just come out? You didn't offer or me. volunteer? or just? I, no, it was like, me. Yeah. Yeah, so I went in, put the gloves on, clean sheet. How long? How long, how long? I think I played all the second half, then I ain't gone. second half? Yeah. G- yeah. Gary, were, were, were you not the club's youngest captain under Stan Collis? Mm. I was, yeah, yeah. Stan... Stan, I mean, that really dates you, doesn't it? You played on Stan oh, Collis. You nasty man. <laughs> it's a good job you can't see his face. He's down south. This is why he's on the phone and not here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, said, he, said, uh, he said I wasn't a wallflower. I wasn't a, a wallflower, he said, so I was the, the one to be the captain. So was that 69, was it? 68, Yeah, 69. Yeah. 69 and we got another message as well, Chris, please, if you could just wind that one up. This one's from Gabby Pendry, who sends two love hearts. <laughs> now, I know the first one brought a little tear to your eye, yeah. mate, and I'm exactly the same myself, yeah? yeah? And uh, if we could get that message, Chris, please. Which, where is it? Have I, oh, sorry. I think, I, I think uh, it's on the, on the back one. Oh, of course, yeah. it's, it's uh, yeah, oh, from yeah, Ga- yeah. Oh, there, from Gabby, yeah. Message yeah. here from Gabby Pendry to say she loves her granddad very much and it's great to hear your stories. Mm. It's beautiful. Mm. It's just wonderful. Yeah, it's nice. Lovely. Isn't it lovely? Lovely. Oh. Are they all big blue noses, Gary? Or? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Well yeah. done. Yeah. That's good. Like, like a Things like, like that make, oh, don't make me well off as well. So yeah. don't, 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 don't think it's... Not manly to cry because I no, tell you what. No, it's not. It's not. I just, I just, I just sobbed when I saw Sir David. <laughs> <laughs> I always get a bit emotional with course the family. Of course you, you do, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I often say, I said about having Christmas. We always have Christmas together, and uh, we always have a, before we start. <clears throat> I always have a little drink, and I always say to him, "Listen, you'll have a drink. There's nothing more important than family." Mm. Absolutely. Oh, so anything. true. So true. Yeah, yeah. Than anything. Loads of things can happen in your life. And, oh, can uh, I, sorry, can yeah, I say hello to my dad? No. I think my dad's listening. Is he? Oh, go on then. Hello, dad. <laughs> hello, Mike, Mark's dad. Ron. Hello, Ron. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> right, Ron. Yeah. Can I say hello to my wife, Maureen, because she's not been very well? Oh, right, okay. Absolutely, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope, yeah. she's, I hope she's feeling a bit better tonight. Well, I'll tell you what, you've got the thoughts with every single Birmingham City fan with you, mate. Yeah. Everyone. Good. She every needs it at the minute, I think. Last one. Mm-hmm. Right, scroll down a little bit more, Chris, if you could, sir, and we'll uh, see what's going on now. We've got 43 comments to get uh, <laughs> uh, England penalty killing. About to get a new record from Craig Courtney. Oh, back uh, to the Linda said, do you, want, do you still watch Blues? Well, obviously, we covered that earlier. Your season ticket holder with your children and your grandchildren. My, my kids have got eight season tickets between them, yeah, and I go in John White's box. He's yeah. a very, very good friend of mine. <coughs> That's 5-0 Kane hat-trick. Okay. Alinda <laughs> uh, uh, says that apparently Trevor Hockey had a, a midnight blue oh, jag. Was that what it was? Ah, yeah. There you go. See? That people? Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, she wants to know, do you still watch the blues, Gary? Yeah, you do. I do, yeah. You certainly do. Should we mention about the talk about England, the England shirt? Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, go on, um, Mark. Just to let everyone just know. a bit closer to the microphone. Oh, sorry. Yeah, just to let everyone know we've still got um, plenty of tickets available still for the signed Gareth Southgate England shirt. Um, a pound a ticket. It is pound and, a ticket, And um, yeah. to get in touch with Craig Courtney and all sorts of stuff. Or 650p. That's for a San Marino top. <laughs> <laughs> Who's is that? Yours. <laughs> one Gary Pendry. There's only one, one Gary Pendry. It's only one. It's on the phone. It's only one, ladies and gentlemen. It's drama, it's on isn't it? I, Chris I, can plug him in. I think. I think I've actually got that as well. Hang on. 
Oh, that's my mum. If you answer it, Chris could plug it in. I can't because I've, I've got the plug in already. Oh, of course. Right, Mike Hill, it's going back a few years, but I remember Gary making his debut for Blues in a football combination match reserve, for Blues Reserves before he made his debut in the first team late 1969. Blimey. <sighs> 69. There are some old gits around tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Alan. Hi, Alan. Talking of that era, Gary, sorry, have you, have you got any memento? Have you kept any shirts or memorabilia and stuff? You know, you know something? Um, we didn't sort of keep them things at that time. Mm. You didn't have that many. Mm. <coughs> Excuse me, but I did keep. Tony Wanties on the phone, on the phone, on the phone. Tony Wanties on the phone. Answer him, answer him. <laughs> and uh, I, kept, I kept the... We played in white when we beat Leighton Orient to get promoted 50 mm. years ago nearly. It was 70, 50 years this year, 72. 50 years. Um, and I, I didn't wash it or anything. I kept it in the bag. Mm. Kept it in a bag, sealed bag. And I gave it to the, I gave it to the club Did about... You? about I don't know, six, seven years ago, maybe a bit longer. Mm. When you get older, your mind goes, on not it? Six, seven, eight years ago. I gave it to them, <laughs> yeah. but I don't even know what happened to it. I think they were going to put it somewhere on it, but uh, so if anybody knows where it is, mm. it was still had the mud on it from Gary Pendridge's shirt, ladies and gentlemen. There will be somebody out there that probably knows where it is. Probably, yeah. Gary Pendridge's shirt. <laughs> yeah, probably, right. yeah. Never been washed. England six, uh, San Marino Neil Kane was oh, born, so he's now... Busted that record, hasn't he? So well done to him. Mm. Um, thank you for reading my note about Dennis Swates. Gary was talking about Trevor Hoggy's vehicle, which was covered in blue fur. It was a Triumph Herald. Oh, oh, uh, oh. Ah, that's, oh. Now that sounds like it's Triumph, Triumph Herald. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Gabby says, go, Grandad, we love you. We're all watching you. Oh, <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Um, <laughs> what was the banter like back in the dressing room? Uh, any good pranks from Paul Hipkiss, who's probably not watching the football anymore and giving up? <laughs> probably opened his solitary kind of lager to himself and sat on the front row with his hands on his head. No, there's always good times in the dressing room. You take it out of everybody. Hmm. Andy used to take a bit of ribbing, I'm telling you. Really? Now. Oh yeah, did he? I remember. At Luton I wouldn't once, want to give him any. <laughs> no, at Luton once, um, it was a small dressing room, and he was bouncing up and down, and there was a polystyrene roof. It wasn't very high, and he went straight through the polystyrene <laughs> roof, oh. and everybody's going, "Oh, leave the ground around on yeah. We went to Leeds. We talked about Leeds earlier mm. when Leeds were the the Leeds, team. Yeah, I mean, in the era we were there, we never scored a goal at Ellen Road. No, so we hadn't scored a goal, so we went there. I'm guessing, 73, 74, 74. So, andy has gone out before us all. Mm. What's Roger doing? He's walking from the one corner flag to the halfway line. He's then <laughs> walked from the other halfway line to the corner flag. Imagine that. So, before we had the team meeting, <laughs> Andy's coming. He's gone, no. <clears throat> Just a minute. He said, uh, I think I've got it. <laughs> What's that, Roger? He said, the one off to the left is 52 yards or something like that. He <laughs> said, the other half to the right is 56 yards. Obviously, in one half, they play one sort of game, and in the other <laughs> half, they play another. team and go, are you having a laugh on you? Oh, was he serious? He's deadly serious. Oh, no. Deadly. He used to keep notes and everything because he's... Yeah. Uncle Bill was Bill Shankly, that was his yeah. uncle. And all oh, of course that. it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah he used yeah. to keep all the notes and all that. He was deadly serious, Roger. Oh, my life. Wow. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> brilliant stories, brilliant, brilliant. stories. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's crazy because like all, of all the guests we get in, we, we get something different off everybody yeah. every week. You know, nobody nobody goes over the same stuff twice, do they? It's always something. It's fresh. always something. It's always something new. Fresh. It's, yeah. it's incredible. It's such an insight we get every week. Yeah, and it really is. Yeah, brilliant. And you know what? When I was a thirteen-year-old child, twelve-year-old child mm. at St Andrews for that first day. Never in my wildest dreams would I have thought I would be sitting here today talking to Gary Pendry. On a Monday night. <laughs> on a Monday night. <laughs> on me. And I'm 60 on Christmas Day. Yeah. Are you? I am actually oh, Christmas. Crikey. I'm going to have a party. Don't and a hog roast. <laughs> I'm having a hog roast. Nick, hog Nick roast. don't forget to remind us before then. I might mention it once or twice. Oh, okay, because we don't want to forget. No, please uh, do some more scrolling. We don't want to forget. Uh, just before we go there, Gary, uh, Gabby Pendry says, uh, <laughs> Gary's a rock. A rock. Oh, bless her. That's awesome. Uh, Gary had me with a lump in his throat when he suggested he wasn't good enough to be a manager of blues. What other player manager would ever say that? I disagree. But what a humble, humble man. Lovely. <laughs> Super words. Yeah. Okay, Alan, uh, Alan, what's the what's the score by the way? Is it still six nil? It's half time. Still six, oh, six Thanks, nil. Uh, what do you? Yeah, they've had another penalty. Oh, okay. Tony Runtis on the phone. Tony Runtis on the phone. Please answer. Mine's better. Uh, Janie Tybrook says, mentioning my dad's company has made his day. Dennis Rogers says, thank you. It's an absolute pleasure. Um, <laughs> oh, Dennis Rogers. Dennis, yeah, Dennis yeah. owned it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dennis yeah, and yeah. Janet. Martin Cochran wants to know why these black ground squares, which are blue and black, look yeah. claret Definitely and blue. blue and black. They're definitely blue and black. It's oh, just oh, the, it's just well, that's disgusting. It's Get the lighting sorted out. It's, it's, it's just the lighting, honestly. Look at that. No, that is wrong. <laughs> That is wrong on every level. Martin, thanks for that, mate. No, it's, oh, just, it's coming off that light at the top there, so that's... Oh, uh, get oh, it yeah, took no. out. No, you put it there. Who <laughs> <laughs> was the best player you kicked up in the air and gave the most satisfaction? Gave you the most satisfaction. Kevin Keegan. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to think about that. <laughs> that was Absolute quick. quality. Absolute quality. <laughs> Any reason why? I just... I, I was given the job of looking after Keegan in the <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Kevin Skidmore was at Ipswich away in 1977, as usual. We took a good crowd, mate. Uh, and a mate of mine got on the pitch as Trevor and Gary were inspecting the pitch. Uh, could you scroll, Chris, for me? And Gary said to him, I'd get off quick, the old bit of coming. <laughs> he did, but he still got nicked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, brilliant. Some cracking, cracking. Uh, you know what? And again, having somebody like yourself in the studio and be able to talk directly to you mm. and, and, and know and understand and actually feel your humility, right? It's just evoking so many people's memories. memories. And, mm. and that's what Monday nights really, really do. Mm. They, 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 they bring us back to our childhood days or your childhood days if we've got a, you know, a, a 90s player in. Mm. And uh, I, mean, I, can just, I can just see you all on that pitch now. Mm. I can see... Them great big white bloody speaker that was at the end of the thing, that great big horn. I wish I had that. That would be worth a million, zillion <laughs> quid. And that was the only one in the ground. I remember the, the team men walking around with the white jackets. Yeah, and, yeah. Oh, that's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, disgraceful, horrible things. Yeah, uh, the old but, joke. But I tell you what, I tell you what, uh, believe we have Tony Want joining us. 
Ah, that's right. Yeah, that's good. Great, yeah. Courtney. Okay, so Tony Watt looks like he's going to come in. So I have to see him next time and say, yeah, you're here, you're live. <laughs> Just tell <laughs> him you're here, you're live. You're here, you're live, and we absolutely want... That was a no-caller, or is no. it? No. <laughs> it's Carl Richards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, many thanks to Ian Clarkson for that as well. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Uh, Paul Lucas wants to know, what's the best player Gary has worked with as an assistant manager? Um, mm. Good question. Should, mm. should it be Nakamura at Celtic? Celtic. Really? Sensational. No. Mm. I don't know whether... I, I don't... Actually, if you go on YouTube, or go on Google, or whichever they do, I'm not mm. savvy to all the way it is. Um, a few years back, there was a, a free kick that he did. I don't know whether you, you, you'll have seen it. If you search it, he, mm. where he puts it through a bus open window. Really? No, not There's seen a travelling bus. In, it's in Japan, and they put it down. You, you'll find it under Nakamura. Right. And the windows are open, and the bus comes past, and he puts it through the windows to this. It's, and but that was him. Because uh, he, he, he did it to Man United <coughs> in the Champions League game at Celtic. Oh, of course he did, yeah. He put it over the top yeah, of the Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But this guy was sensational. Yeah. And and what a what a pro, what a professional. Mm. Oh, it's just like Okay. I'm gonna get on to a couple of names in a very short while, but uh, in the meantime, uh, Michael Woods wants to know how many red cards did you get in your career? Three. 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 Do you remember who they were against? Well, that was less than you got goals. That's right. We demanded more. One of the ones was that you mentioned the uh, the referee. Uh, Clive Thomas. I'm going to mention his name mm. now, so we'll, we'll mix these both together, shall we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was that was at Coventry. Right. That was the, I think it was Alan Green I fouled. It was my first foul, and it wasn't really a bad one. Seriously, I, I mean, seriously, wasn't a bad one. It was a late one, but it wasn't bad. Um, and he sent me off straight away. Uh, and when I looked at him, and I said, "What?" Well, he said, "Some people have to go, and you're one of them." And when I appeared, because you used to have to appear before the um, the uh, the committee, then when you went and got set in in London, uh, I told him this. I told him this. I said this. Is what he said to me it made no difference. Mm. Why do you think he hated Birmingham City so much, and why did he get so many of our games that were aired live on TV? They're not know. live, but on Sunday Sport. I don't know, but it's, uh, it's he, he he desperately hated us. I hated him as well. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to set me up there? <laughs> no, I'm not setting you up because I hated him. Yeah. Every Birmingham fan hated him. He was like, he was just the worst referee ever. Awful, horrible, scrawny little man. Mm, mm, mm. Definitely. Why are you looking at me when you said that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I got neck. You looked at me first. The first time I got sent off, I it was abroad and I should never have been sent off. And it was proven later on because what I did, I got sent off. And, and when I picked up a couple of yellow cards to start with, this just shows you how far I go back this was. Um, I got six weeks, six weeks suspension with no money. Six weeks. What for sending off? With no money. What? I, I accumulated a sending off in some bookings. And I should never have been sent off. Um, and what they did, the lads had a whip round in there to give me Proper a lads. few quid. At the time, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Because mm -hmm. I'd only be 19 at the time or whatever, something like that. Um, and it was proven later I had to appear before before the FA again and Vernon Stokes, I think it was Vernon Stokes then, the chairman or something like that, he'd had somebody write to him who saw the sending off. It was in mm. pre-season in Belgium away or something like that and they told him it was a disgrace. Mm. So he, he sort of let me off 
when I appeared before him again mm. off another another charge. Because it was when you in them days, you used to have to appear before them in different charges, you know. Oh, right. so like a court. What we're saying yeah. allegedly <laughs> is, is football was corrupt all the way back then, then? Yeah. I didn't say. No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> oh, that's why I said allegedly. <laughs> I wonder if he's still alive, Clive Thomas. I'd so, like to interview you, yeah. sir. Didn't they wire him up for one of the World I think Cups? It, I think he is. They wired him up, didn't they? Craig Courtney, Clive yeah. Thomas. Wired him up. They should have done more than wire him up. <laughs> didn't he blow the whistle when the ball was yeah, coming that was the it. corner? Yeah. 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 The ball was delivered in the corner yeah. and they yeah. were just about to hit it in the net and it blew up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've yeah. never seen that, have you? Yeah. You have with Clive Thomas. <laughs> tell you what, I'll tell you what. It, 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 as soon as you walked in, right, you put your football programme up. Because we had no internet, no mobile phones back then. It was a reference. Clive Thomas, <laughs> no. no, and everybody would be doing the same. Clive yeah, yeah, Thomas, yeah. and uh, I, I'm surprised he didn't get a little bit more treatment from a few Blues fans. To be honest with you, along the way, but there you go. Uh, what's that, Steve Portman uh, comment there, please, Chris? Uh, Steve Portman's got some, and some seriously good memorabilia from Smalley Alliance days. Who contacted me yesterday? Includes the second match day program ever produced. Ah. Oof. Uh, and some photos of squads in the 1880s. Oh, Nick will remember that. Oh. I remember them. I remember you playing them. <laughs> if, you'd have, if you'd have gone back to your day, Gary, and you would have had Facebook, social media and so on, would you have gone on it to, to read what people were saying about no. it? No. You just left it well alone? No. Mm. The, the papers were bad enough and all that. I can remember... I can remember... Um, do you remember... Leon Hickman. Oh, yeah, the man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't he still around? We played, um, sure. we played Aston Villa. We played Aston Villa at St Andrews. And uh, Brian Little and Andy Gray were up front. I was playing centre-back at the time, I think. I actually can't remember the result, whether we got beat 1-0 or we drew. I can't remember. Um, if I can't remember, we probably got beat. <laughs> uh, and the next day, he put headlines. I've still got it somewhere. The headlines in the evening mail were... Hatchet Man Pendry. And the worst part about it was he kicked everything he could catch, which wasn't a lot. <laughs> Do you think? But when I became manager, yeah. I had, I had he invited me to dinner. I think it was with Jasper. I think we went with Jasper and, and Hazel. Um, and he invited me to dinner and he just said, oh, it was one of them things. He seemed quite a nice man then. But Do you think that's <laughs> leading up to the reason why you were delivered an axe? It probably was, yeah. It probably was, yeah. man. That might have been about the same time. There you go. But that was... I thought it was unfair. Why why pick on me? (laughs) Why pick on me? (laughs) No, seriously. Why pick on me? But as you say, nowadays it's far worse. It's it's, it's far worse. Well, the abuse, some of them get. It's horrendous. Mind you, you wouldn't go on it, do you? I I think... I, I can't say this definitely for sure, but I think you are the only footballer ever to be delivered an axe. <laughs> I don't can't think of many. I can't think of many. <laughs> can't think of many at all. Okay. Um, so Tony Wants going to join us, and that's great news because that's, that's um, brilliant. I obviously, yeah. I obviously didn't see him play in Tony's that game because his, his leg was obviously broken the week before. And I know he was down the blues the other week, and I was desperately trying mm. to search him out, and I couldn't. Um, but it will be great to have that name in the studio, along with yourself, along with. Um, Big um, Joe Gallagher, who all played in that 
in that first game that my dad taught me to and it's just so damn emotional tonight I tell you I won't ever ever forget this what a 60th birthday present thank you Carrie. we're into the last 15 minutes uh, Christmas day by the way into the last 15 minutes ladies and gentlemen anything, anything you'll find in a fruit and veg shop tonight anything you'll find in a fruit and veg shop uh, and associated with football so off you go, off well, you go. that wasn't in the script it was going to be ice cream but oh, was uh, it? I'm not doing that <laughs> no, I've never seen that one then. you don't I've seen that one. Uh, <laughs> Nick, Nick yeah. correct, see if you can can you correct me but I think Gary's the first ex-manager we've yes. had in the studio yes. We, yes. Have, we have interviewed managers yep. but yep. Yep. I think he's the first ex-manager mm-hmm. I'm right or not? yeah you're right there you go you're privileged you're there right. you go thank you yeah Oh, not we're privileged. <laughs> no, no, we're privileged. <laughs> uh, what was it like to be in the same team as the Blues goal-scoring legends of Trevor and Phil Summerhill? Oh, it's terrific. I, I, I think we spoke about this earlier. I've known mm. Phil since uh, we were schoolboys together. Yeah. We played for Stanley Starr and uh, the cup final I spoke about when we won 22-0 and Phil scored 17. <laughs> Phil, was, Phil was a terrific player. Terrific player. Um we had these sort of players around you, with Francis and Sumrill and Latchford and Hatton, and it was, I think that was your job, you know. Some people have to carry their piano in and some people play mm. it, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. and there were a few people like me that could carry their piano in. And I, I had to organise the people to take it, me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, didn't know, well, I was tackered sports, I couldn't do it. If I was going to kick it left, it would go right, you know. I reckon the Villa should have signed me up, don't you? <laughs> you can't, yeah. It's really difficult. You, uh, you can't think of a team week, a Blues team week, and say that team mm. was a team of legends. Yeah, that team was a team of legends, without a doubt. Mm. Certainly, you know, not you'll have life. a team oh, where there are legends in them, but mm. well, yeah, that team was a team of legends. Mm. It really was. Mm. Why not? Yeah. I suppose the modern day version would be the Carling Cup winning team, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay, so we've got Robbie Cabbage, Jasper Carrot, and Mickey Mullen, <laughs> Jasper Carrot, Diego Maradona. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I better, oh, I better get your mic ready. I think I've just must be earlier yeah, again. That's Bud Brocken. Yeah, yeah, Broccolo Madsen, Broccolo Madsen. Yeah. Oh dear me! And it, <laughs> you'll find in a fruit and veg shop. <laughs> Uh, some great memories with Grandad will always uh, Jack Quinn this is from yeah some great memories with Grandad will always remember kicking the ball around at Celtic with you and Dad and running to the car for the Caddis goal yeah. wow love art Jack, uh, Jack goes with me he's been going with me ever since I retired and uh, I take him down there mm-hmm. he's, uh, his dad was a lovely man he passed away mm. now bless bless him uh, Graham Taylor <laughs> 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 Can I say Italian? Yeah, yeah, it's got to be. <laughs> oh, oh, hang on, hang on. Neil Lemon. Really. We've got Neil Lemon just coming. <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> I can see a funny one as well. Yeah. <laughs> you could see a funny one where Paul Tatio. Yeah. Paul Tato. Tato. Paul Tato. Tato. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Sorry. Kenny Burns scored the winner versus Newcastle. I remember Frank Buff on grandstand being disgusted with all the aggro on the pitch. Oh dear, <laughs> blues. Um, right, scroll down some more letters. We've got Kenny Leak, uh, Nicholas Brockley Madison. We've had that one. Hot <laughs> chocolate beans. Ooh. Ooh. No, I think I've zoomed. Far too far, far yeah. Uh, Wayne Pruney. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Lime or messy? Lime or messy? <laughs> oh, I think he's got a few there. Yeah. Same as me. Tony Adams' apple. 
<laughs> Bent was a big sweet. <laughs> he was a Danish. <laughs> yeah, he was Danish, wasn't he? Yeah. He brought home the bacon. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> going, back, going back to the modern um, era, Gary, um, what are your hopes for this season? The mid table? Do you think we're good enough for the playoffs? I, I, I think personally, to get the stadium open. Earlier mm. in this. Oh, that's a big mm. thing. Earlier mm. in the season, I, I thought we looked like we could. Probably break mm. into the top six. Then we had that horrendous six-game spell. Mm. Um, but I think that in our own way, we're decent, we are. We're difficult mm. to beat, you know. Mm. We're difficult to beat. Mm. And I like it when we play with the front two. Mm. Yeah, I'm, a bit, I'm a little yeah. bit... Which front two? Stuck in the way. <laughs> ah, well. Mm. I don't think I'd do that. I mean, I, I, yeah. A front two. I go with the yeah. front two. I go with the <laughs> front two. Don't commit yourself. <laughs> but um, it's... Dinosaur. The, the conversations I have with Big Ron, this is and all that, with dinosaurs. But I don't think there's anything wrong with getting the ball forward relatively quickly. Mm -hmm. Do you know? Mm. Uh, I know the modern game, uh, I've worked in it just when it started to change, and about you need to be able to pass the ball, you need to be able to control it, obviously. Mm. But I think, I watch a lot of football at home now, I go, who's watching a lot of football? And I'm sure that supporters, when they go to a game, they put the bum on the seat, what gets them off the seat is a big tackle, a big shot, a cross, mm -hmm. a goal. Free kick, yeah. Action. Yeah. 56 passes before you get anywhere. That's not. It's all very nice. Mm. And it's lovely. But it's not what... When that crowd starts, when that crowd sees something, whatever it is, mm. and it's action, that's football. Is that for... That's football for me. Yeah. And... It doesn't mean people talk about long ball, they always talk about Glenn Hoddle played great long balls. If you can get the ball with some quality into people, in mm. good areas, play through people, mm. I think it keeps the game going. Uh, we've got any more? Uh, Damari Grape, uh, Tim Cauliflowers. Trevor Cherry. Dave Twine, full sell by Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's got to be the winner. <laughs> oh, well done, Dave Twine, that's a good one. <laughs> Gary, Alan's got a question for Gary. Talking about you know playing playing through this this when when they changed the rule about you not you, know, you didn't have to kick the ball out of the penalty area for a goal kick. We now get three 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 defenders next to the goalkeeper, three def, three forwards in front of the penalty area, and then they pass it to each other. And it, if they're successful, it takes ten passes to get the halfway line. <laughs> yeah. And if they're not successful, they hoof it anyway. <laughs> yeah, it goes back to the keeper, yeah. and the keeper gets rid of it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's. It, I don't know. Uh, the modern guy. I think it's all right if you if you're at the the top, the real top players, the real top, your Man Cities, Liverpools, and all these other people. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Marlon King Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool, crack but on. I think, but I think. Otherwise, just put the ball down and play. And I'm, I'm yeah. with you. I don't. I don't know whether our centre halves want it, want it in the box and be able to play out from there. I don't know. Mm. Well, we're in the last couple of the shows. You wouldn't believe that where that's gone to. And it's no. uh, again, I've got to reiterate. It's so good to be back in the studio. Mm -hmm. um, we will do something with the lighting next week, Chris Brown, um, <laughs> because uh, they'll hijack it. You know they will. I know. Yeah. yeah. You just flip right. that light off. We'll do, yeah, I'll sort okay. That would. We'll sort it next week. Yeah. Um, well, Gary, 
What an absolute honour and a blessing to have you in the studio tonight. And those gorgeous messages from your little grandchildren. Mm. Um, that, that really put the icing on the cake tonight, mate. I promise you that. Fantastic. And yeah. uh, Gary Pendry, you are iconic. You, uh, you go down in the memory of every single one of us older blues fans. Uh, I don't say it without goose bumping, mate. I don't, right? And uh, we'd you. just like to give you these, mate. It's just a little present from us. Present for you, the Tilton Talk Show. That's brilliant. With a badge yeah. that you can uh, that is fantastic. wear for the rest of your life without taking it off. <laughs> ever. And uh, there's your Gary Pendry mug. There you go. I like it. Thank you. Thank Superb, you very mate. Much Honestly, we Thank just you. genuinely don't drop it. We just <laughs> <laughs> clean sheet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Thank you very much. Over 300 games for our beautiful football club. You know what? You're still a legend. You're still a memory. You're Absolutely, still yeah. right up there, mate. Don't um, don't ever think you're not because like every Birmingham City player who can remember you playing knew that you would not run through that wall. You'd pick it up and throw it to the sidelines. And uh, you genuinely would. And you gave us everything. There was never a day that I can remember where Gary Pendry was on the field of play and he shirked one. Not ever. <clears throat> not once. So for all the memories that you gave us, Unbelievable thanks, mate. Unbelievable thanks. And I'm sure... Oh, God, look at the shout box going mad. Um, <laughs> Just an icon. Honestly, if we, could put, if we could put a statue up, mate, you'd be, you'd be one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'd be one of them. But enjoy your Gary Pendry mug. That was, Thank uh, you. Chris has made that special nice. for you, mate. Thank you. Top man. And what an absolute top bloke you are. What a geezer. What an absolute superb yeah. gentleman. Brilliant. You've served our club so well over the years, and uh, we look forward to seeing you down the blues as soon as possible, mate. Gary Pendry. Ladies and gentlemen, the last words from you. The last words are from you. Success is not final, failure is not fatal. It's the courage to continue that counts. Keep right on, Gary Pendry. Good night, all. Good night. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.